It's time for Acme Radio Gear Gap, featuring your favorite musicians talking about the music gear they use on tour and in the studio. Brought to you in part by IK Multimedia, musicians first. Now, here's your host, Eric Dahl. Our special guest today on Acme Radio Gear Gab is Harry Connick Jr. And uh, Harry, it's so nice having you here in Music City. Thanks, man. It's great to be here. You know, and the last time you came in, uh, last year, I believe, you played the Ryman and you sold out, what, two or three nights? I don't recall, but I, I just remember having a great time. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it's so funny. We were talking to the uh, you guys went to the Southern last night. Yes. And yeah. so had some food. But, you know, you're trying to stay away from the carbs. You know, you're being yeah, I good. I tried to, man. Yeah, I find that it's it's real easy for me to, to eat a lot of bread and pizza and stuff like that. I just like to eat. So it's best if I stay away from it. Well, you know, it's so incredible, too, you know, with, with your musician background, you know, a child prodigy. You started playing piano when you were three years old? That's right, yeah. And and you had a few amazing teachers back there in New Orleans also, Harry. I did. Um, I mean, among the many, many people that I got a chance to learn from, people like Ellis Marsalis and James Booker were at the top of the list for, for people who uh, were such extraordinary talents. Ellis still is, actually. Right. And, uh, and we're able to sort of translate some of the stuff that was in their head to to me yeah well and i think awesome as well is that you carried on to your show mm. you know uh you, you had your first album what you when you were nine years old that's right yeah and and now you know uh you know we were talking earlier to where you've actually worn off on your father <laughs> yeah. you know and so he's singing sometimes and you bring him out that's right my dad is 91 now and I, he's always loved to sing around the house uh but his profession was in the in the legal world he was the district attorney of new orleans for a long time so right when he was like in his mid-60s i asked him to come out on stage just to sing whatever song it was just because he loves to sing and he's very yeah. used to being in public and being on the stage and talking to people uh and he loved it so he he's been doing it ever since well you know it's so amazing too i was uh Obviously, uh, reading a lot of stuff, preparing for the interview, and I, I read one of the quotes to where uh, your mom was hoping to have a, a Beethoven in the family. Yeah, you yeah. know. And so she, as you were growing up, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the thing is, my mom she was she was very proud of me and my sister. And even though she died when I was thirteen, during the time she was alive, she was very uh, instrumental in making sure that we got whatever opportunities we needed to further whatever we were interested in so my sister's thing was languages and my yeah. thing was music so she she was she loved the idea of having a musician as a son well and also you know with with both of your parents in the legal profession and you know and and we were talked about earlier to where you know you've had so many strong women in your life right with your mother with your sister with your wife right and now your daughters That's and right. so you have a house can full i come of women. to your house <laughs> It, it's just as bad there. Can I come crash it's, on your couch for a while? It's a house full of women at my house, too. Even the cat's been fixed. <laughs> I hear you. So there's, you know, I'm you. the only guy. I'm like you. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't have it any other way. I, I've been surrounded by incredible women my whole life. And so that's why on the Harry show, it was important to have, you know, music and entertainment and all that. But there had to be something that was dedicated to women. So we do a segment called Leading Ladies. Right. Where we find these incredible women. And they're not hard to find. They're in, in every community across this great country. And we bring them in and talk to them and we just sit back and are inspired by the great things that they they've done well you know and and a lot of listeners also may not realize harry that you know obviously uh, an incredible musician you know award-winning albums uh emmys grammys you've done movies you've been in tv other than your tv show like will and grace but now with harry uh you've really not only are you the host but you're also writing the charts right you know, because I don't know, if, I don't know of any host in television that has ever written their own charts and had their own <laughs> touring band. It's it's pretty novel, you know, <laughs> and there's not a, a handbook for it. 
and it's a lot, it's a lot of work. I mean, it, but that's what I signed up for. I mean, yeah. for example, if I have an actor come on and they're promoting a movie, it's my job to watch the movie or read the book or whatever they're promoting. It's also my job as the band leader to write the best music that I can and make sure that my band sounds at their best. So it, it's it's time consuming, but it, it's it's so pleasurable and such a such a thrill to do it that there's not a day that goes by where I think, oh man, I wish I was doing something else. I really love it. <laughs> well, your band is so amazing too, and, and so when you have a buddy of yours, you know, like Keith urban come on the show and you're able to call out to the band hey guys we're doing this in the key of e follow me right yeah the, the thing <laughs> the thing about especially jazz musicians not to disparage any other type of music but jazz musicians that's at the heart of what they do is is improv improvisation right um and so, i mean but a guy like keith can do it too I mean, there's people in all walks that can do it but my guys they can they can roll with anything and they can play any style i mean they're they're incredible jazz musicians but they can play rock and roll they can play country they can play New Orleans music. They 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 were handpicked for those jobs, right? And and you can tell it. They're just it's it's so tight and cohesive. Yeah, they're good. And you know, and and being a musician myself, I can tell how the music you have fit it to who you are interviewing and what is going on. There's there's ebb and flow. That's good. That's really good. And I wanted to make sure that the music that I wrote kind of covered all of those spectrums because you know there's music from Puerto Rico that's amazing. There's country music. There's mambos there's all these boogaloos there's all, all these different grooves and so you're going to hear a little bit of that you're going to hear a little bit of everything it's not just music that you know i specifically grew up with it's right. a little bit of everything well and, and you've got so much music background as well from the show and and it's going into its second season this that's year that's right and so kicking in what september 12th that's exactly right and uh you know it's it's you know you guys have fine-tuned it you got some different guests and and it it looks to me like you're going to have even more music which I think plays to your strong suit. I, th I think so. We're, the music is something that we love to do on the show, and it's kind of like I think of the first season as a as a brand new house. Like you yeah. build this house and you you furnish it, and over time you sort of live in it, and you realize, oh, maybe we want to put the sofa over there, or you know, I didn't use this room for watching the football game. I used this room for it. so we 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 hit, threw a bunch of stuff against the wall, and the things that stuck are the things that we're doing in season two. We love great women we love totally. uh, music we love making people feel better yeah. and we're staying away from the stuff that we don't we're not experts in well like and i also like it to where they get you trying stuff oh well that's the one area that <laughs> i'm not an expert in anything my, my staff it's yeah it's, it's it's a lot of fun and I, I like to do spontaneous stuff and i don't mind kind of goofing around and making a fool out of myself but they find these things that they know i'm not going to be able to do like dunk a <laughs> basketball or they had like the olympic fencing champion on oh I my mean, this gosh guy's a you know and they suited me up and i got a sword like you know right. what are you gonna do throw, throw it at him but you know that's fun television though and, and we were talking earlier too harry to where you know what's unique about your show as compared to let's say you know a lot of shows and not, not disparaging any other shows it's just that you're taking a very positive approach and you're trying to bring something that is non-political non-dividing right. but it's actually unifying I think so. We have so much in common. You know, I, I'm sitting in the studio with two guys I've never met before. And I promise you, if we went out for a beer in, I don't actually drink, so I don't even want if we went out for a lemonade, uh, I, I can promise you that by the time we finished, we, we would have so much in common. Right. No matter what side of the tracks we grew up on or what we believe in politically or what our religion is, we have so much in common. And that's the kind of stuff I like to talk about. There's another enough shows out there that are argumentative and provocative right. and uh we, we just not interested well in and that. i think that's what uh you and and the stangle brothers have done so well with harry is it's kind of like you're hanging out in in your living room well that's what that's what we wanted <laughs> and 
The Stangle brothers were the head writers on Late Show with David Letterman. And they're amazing. You know, watching you guys talk with you, it's like your brothers. They they are like my my brothers, and they are (laughs) just some of the funniest guys you'll ever meet. And to try to, to try, we think the audience is very smart, and these guys are very smart. So we try to do the highest quality stuff. To be honest with you, it'd be easy to do jokes that were super suggestive. I mean, that that's not hard to do. Right. What's hard to do is come up with something new and inventive and really, really funny um, that you can watch with your family. I mean, some of the funniest stuff of all time is stuff that you could watch with with everyone. Right. You know, I don't want a, a young mom, you know, who's got her five-year-old in the, in the kitchen, you know, having to change a channel because we said something inappropriate. That's just, that doesn't mean there's not a place for that. People right. do whatever they want to do. I'm not judging. But our show is all about making people feel better man that's all we want to well, do i think that comes a lot too you know on, on how you're doing harry you know the show to where it comes from your family values and even as you were brought up by your parents in new orleans sure my, my parents I, I often think about that like what would my mother do in this situation what would my dad do right um and it's a it's a bit of a burden because they set you know standards that are really really high high bar um but i think i think that's good you know i think i think it's good to shoot for quality and to shoot for for, for good things and to celebrate, you know, good, good, positive things. You know, there's a lot of uncertainty in, in the country right now and in mm-hmm. the world. And uh, we want people, when they turn on Harry, to feel like they can ha- sort of have a respite from all of that and just feel comfortable and enjoy themselves. Well, you know, and, and obviously you've got a, we've got a contest going on right now with Do Re Mi. That's right. Talk about that a little bit for me. So one of the cool things about being on a daytime show is you can give away a whole bunch of stuff. You know, we give away <laughs> cars and trips and it's yeah. so I'm so lucky to be the guy. Well, you can actually go in with like women too, and it's like going, "Hey, I'm going to take this over. I'm yeah. going to do your housework. I'm going to take care of the kids." Oh, that's a whole different. That's called "I Got This." Yeah, that's I know. A, no, yeah. a whole different segment. But Do Re Mi is a game that we came up with last year. It's a musical game. You don't have to be a musician to play, but it, it involves music. Um, and Do represents money. Ray represents a tropical trip, and Me represents something that's super self-indulgent. And so the, the cool thing about being in Nashville right now is that somebody from Nashville is going to be flown to New York to play Do Re Mi and they're going to win an amazing prize. It's a nationwide contest, but a few cities I'm going to, especially to get somebody. So if you go to harrytv.com, you can find out all the rules on how to enter, how to nominate somebody. And we're going to fly them to New York to play Do Re Mi. That is amazing. And, and that's where the show is done is in New York. That's right. on 57th and, and the Street. contest goes through August 31st, correct? Yeah, they have to get on before August 31st. So we have enough time to book it for the fall. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You've done so much in your career, you know, it's, it's, you know, talking with you and, and listening to you, you know, from Independence Day, from, you know, uh, when Harry met Sally, when, you know, you did that score the well, stuff you've done on broadway i have done quite quite a few things you know when, when you mention them you realize boy it's been a lot of stuff over <laughs> you're gonna the start years working on your book Harry. yeah i know you know? I know and then some you know they're gonna have to interview yourself that's, on your show that's right you know maybe get the stangle brothers to come out and they yeah there you go That'll so work. and i want to mention too that you're going to be a, a hollywood walk of fame you're going to be uh, put on that yeah i found out about that they, they're gonna give me my own star and boy that, that is that is an incredible honor I and mean, when you look at the people that are have, have their stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. That's that's a big deal, man. I, I'm I'm humbled by that. Well, it's amazing, and and you're just such a uh, an incredible. You know, I think so many people look up to you, Harry. You know, for what you've accomplished with your music and and with your TV and with movies. I think it's great you're doing this show with Harry TV. Thank you. You know, and and uh, people are gonna have to enter the contest. Yes. And, Go to uh, HarryTV.com and you can find out. We want you to nominate somebody that you think is deserving of a really great prize. And we're going to bring them to New York. They're going to come to the studio audience, and we're going to play this game, and they're going to win something. It's going to be fun. It's amazing. Well, Harry airs on Fox 17 weekdays at 3 p.m., and uh, be sure and tune in and watch him. The new season starts on September 12th. And Harry Conk Jr., it's great having you on the show. It's great to be here. Thanks. Thank you. 
We hope you enjoyed Acme Radio Gear Gab, hosted by Eric Dahl. Thanks to our artists on today's show and our sponsor, IK Multimedia Musicians First. For past episodes on demand, please visit acmeradiolive.com or the Acme Radio Live app.